Welcome, my friends, to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 17. There's a million things we talk about, just like every other episode, uh, but I'm really excited. This episode specializes in mental health. We're going to talk about mental health and sports, all the correlations, everything like that with my guy, Junior, who we'll get to that conversation in a little bit. Um, before I talk about anything, it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention this first, and that is the layoffs that SB Nation went through. Look, things happen. I understand businesses have to make decisions. All that set aside, really good people lost their job, and really good people who've been putting in a lot of good work for a long time lost their job, and that is never a fun thing, especially one that comes to mind, uh, Jass, my guy Jass, who is here at Liberty Ballers. He, I, I just have to give him a special shout out because I would not be where I am at currently without him. He gave me a chance, brought me on to SB Nation. I'll forever be grateful. No doubt, bigger and better things are on the horizon. Just had to get that out of the way. How's everybody doing? How is everybody's week? I hope it was phenomenal. I had a fantastic week. Not that you want to hear about my week, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, as I mentioned with my brother on last week's episode, we went down to Southern Utah with a bunch of buddies for a golf tournament. It was fantastic. Have to give everybody a shout out, but especially my team, my brother, Jer, Riker, Drape. I had a ton of fun. And uh, my guys, Riley and JT for putting it together. It was an absolute blast. I had so much fun. Uh, I played actually for me exceptionally well. So I'm, I'm very thrilled about that. Had a, uh, a tied my career best today. So very exciting stuff. Anyway, fantastic week. Great. I, I made a lot of bets, placed a lot of bets because we were close to Mesquite. Gambling in Utah, sports gambling in Utah, and gambling of all kinds in Utah is illegal. Um, so we were close to Nevada being in southern Utah. So went to Mesquite, placed some sports bets, and uh, had a lot of fun. Anyway, it was a great, great little weekend. Uh, there are a lot of things that we need to talk about. I think we have to start here with the whole Shannon Sharp versus the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant's dad. We got to start there because it was absolutely insane. And I've got a lot of thoughts on it. So for those not familiar, the Lakers played the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis was playing in LA at the Staples Center or Crypto Arena, whatever it's called now. Home game for the Lakers. Dylan Brooks, who a lot of people hate, ended up mouthing, saying something to Shannon Sharp, who's sitting front row. Shannon Sharp, former football player, I believe he's in the Hall of Fame, like great, great football player, and now turned uh, social media and TV personality. Start, He chirps to him. They start, they start talking back and forth to each other. Basically, Shannon Sharp takes this. People talk to players all the time. That happens, and every time it happens, especially in today's social media world, we see it and we hear about it. Shannon Sharp stands up and starts egging the players on. Again, this all started with Dylan Brooks, but then John Morant starts getting involved. And of all people, Steven Adams, the gentle giant, the BFG, gets involved in this. Anytime you are on the opposing side of any Steven Adams anything, you are wrong. You are automatically wrong. Steven Adams can do no wrong. And if you are opposed to him, especially in an instance like this, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and do some deep, deep diving and deep self-reflecting because you have seriously messed up and done something extremely wrong. Nobody dislikes Steven Adams. He is the coolest. And if you make him mad, you probably are the reason that things went bad. And guess what? You were. So 
All of this goes on. John Morant's dad is there, so he gets up and starts walking over to Shannon Sharp. The players are in his face. Their security separating everybody. This goes on for way too long. Shannon Sharp gets pulled into the, like the tunnel, ends up giving this hilarious interview that I had to read literally five times just to make sure that it wasn't fake. It sounds fake and like it came from some type of like ball sack sports report, something like that. I just I cannot even wrap my head around it. I'm going to read it to you because it seems hilarious. He says, they didn't want any smoke, Dave. They do all that talking and jockeying, and I ain't about all the jockeying. It started with Dylan Brooks. I said he was too small to guard LeBron. He said, F me. I said, F you back. He started to come at me, and I said, you don't want these problems. And then Jaw came out of nowhere talking. He definitely didn't want these problems. Then the dad came, and he obviously didn't want no problems. But I wanted anything they had. Don't let these fools fool you now. <laughs> what in the world? So then John Moran's dad comes out and he's like, Look, it's all love. These are just two, we're both two dudes from the South who are supporting our teams, whatever. How did Shannon Sharp not get kicked out? To cause that big of a confrontation and have to stop the game and separate him and NBA players, this happens to a regular Joe Schmo and they're not only kicked out of the game, but they're most likely get their season tickets revoked and maybe banned from the stadium. So that part bugs me because it's Shannon Sharp. The thing that bugged me even more is LeBron gets on Instagram and then starts tweeting and, and blowing them up like things are awesome. He basically posted a picture of Shannon Sharp and said, if I wish a mother effer would was a, was a person, mood, unk vibes, like basically hyping him up. And making it like a cool thing that Shannon did. This is not cool. This is a complete opposite of cool. I mean, looking back, it's all hilarious. Look, I like Shannon Sharp, especially opposed to Skip Bayless. Like, he's just doing the Lord's work every single day on that TV show. But this is this is insane. Everybody, everybody realizes that if it's anybody else, he's kicked out for good. That part bugs me. Anyway... It all it, the Grizzlies ended up blowing the lead and losing. I lost a bet because of it, but it all just seemed overshadowed because of this hilarious Shannon Sharp taking on the entire Memphis Grizzlies roster. Anyway, crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, we got to start with uh, just mention this because it's Sunday night. I'm recording this. The NFL games that took place this weekend, all were awesome, and the Birds took care of business with a giant exclamation mark. All this talk about the Giants being great and that everybody needs to worry about the Giants, blah, blah, blah. That's all we heard, and they left absolutely no doubt. A route, 38-7. to Does that sound familiar, Birds fans? You bet. Very happy. Also, the Jaguars gave the Chiefs a real run for their money. They lost, but, and maybe if Mahomes doesn't hurt his ankle, it's probably not this close, but shout out the Jags. What a great season they had. Doug Peterson, Philly legend, just doing it right. Good for them. Good for them. Today, the Bengals stun, I think, everybody. And uh, they beat the Bills. And then the Niners, thank goodness, took care of the boys. Actually, I've got a couple buddies uh, and coworkers who listen to this. Andy, Ralph, I'm sorry for your Cowboys. I am very happy. But I'm sad for you guys. So, sorry about that. Anyway, great games. I'm really excited. You got the Niners who are heading to Philly, uh, play the early game, and then uh, we, thank goodness, don't get a neutral site game for that uh, AFC Championship game. But Bengals-Chiefs. I would love an Eagles-Eagles uh, 
Bengals Super Bowl. I wanted a Eagles Bills Super Bowl, but Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow is the coolest dude who's maybe ever walked the planet. So, anyway, great playoff games. It was very fun. We got to talk about the Sixers. We have to. They are balling. They are legitimately hooping. They won last night, beat the Sacramento Kings in Sacramento. Sacramento is a good team. And they did it without Joel Embiid. They did it without James Harden. Tyrese Maxey just taking care of business. The whole squad really balled out. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel very, very good. This West Coast swing, I mean, you they went 5-0. and Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Blazers, Kings. Unbelievable. I feel I feel very good. The next game is coming up next Wednesday. Uh, Brooklyn, that's in Philly. We got a nice little homestand. Brooklyn, Denver, which, by the way, we're going to talk about in a sec. Orlando a couple times uh, before heading to San Antonio. But they're, they are playing some fantastic basketball. And it goes up and down the roster. Like, I, you just, you can't not feel good about the way the Sixers team is playing. You can't. As I mentioned, it's up and down the entire roster. This last game against Sacramento, Maxi led the way with 32. Tobias had 17, a very efficient 17. Harrell had 17. DeAnthony Melton, 14. Our guy guy Tucker only took one shot. Uh, He did not score, but he does what Tucker does. So shout him out. Uh, Also, Shake is doing his thing off the bench. Had 15. And uh, the minivan himself, George Niang with 17. Also, B-Ball Paul out of the mud with 9. And Matisse with 2. Look, that was just the Kings game. The way that Embiid and Harden are meshing and playing together is otherworldly. And I'm thrilled. I don't know. I, I just love this team. I talked about it with my guy Sean on his podcast. Like, this team is different. You can tell. They're, nobody's hanging their heads. They're all buddies. They're all talking, hanging out, like genuinely enjoying each other. And that's what separates good teams from great teams. And it seems like the Sixers have it. I feel very, very good. Brooklyn back home. Uh, let's talk about Brooklyn real fast. No KD. We don't know how much longer KD is going to be out. And it sucks he's hurt. I, I still wish him a speedy recovery. But what Kyrie Irving is doing with this Brooklyn Nets squad with KD out is truly unbelievable. It all started with the Jazz. Had 38. No, excuse me. He had 48 against the Jazz. It started the game before that. Kyrie, his last three games, has gone 38, 9, and 7, 48, 6, and 11, and just tonight, 37 and 7. Came back and beat the Warriors. Crazy, man. He is balling and playing out of his mind. And it's nice because you kind of are getting glimpses of what he was like in Cleveland, where he was like him and LeBron obviously were the two guys. There's no debating that. But he looks like that. He looks like Kyrie. And it's kind of nice to see with all the obviously distractions and off the court stuff and all that jazz that people want to talk about. Uh, he is a hooper and he is hooping right now. That is going to be a fun game on Wednesday. I'm genuinely excited to see it. I think. I'm curious because now the Sixers team, obviously, you've got Melton who you can put on Kyrie as well as Matisse. Like Kyrie is going to be smothered, and, but the dude's a bucket, and I can't wait to see. That's good. that's actually going to be an extremely fun game. But shout out Kyrie. He's balling, and he's doing it alone. He's carrying the team. Amazing. All right. I want to dive right into this conversation with my buddy Junior. Again, this week, I just wanted to mix it up a little bit. My guy, Junior, is doing big things on Instagram. That's where the main part of his following comes from. But he's talking about mental health. He's talking about the things that we all 
deal with on an everyday basis. He's just doing it in a much different way. And I'm actually really excited for you guys to hear the conversation. Uh, he's a buddy of mine, a guy. I'm really excited for you to hear this fantastic convo. So let's dive right into it. Let's go. Today, I am extremely grateful and humbled to be joined by my brother. He is a father. He is a husband. He is a friend. He is a mental health disruptor. He is the man, my buddy, Junior. Junior, how's it going, man? Good. Hey, thanks for having me on, Josh. This is awesome. Absolutely. It's going well. Good, dude. I know we've talked about doing this for a bit, and I've been a bad friend and kind of drug you on, but I appreciate your patience, and I'm really excited to chat with you. Hey, thanks for having me, man. This is very, very exciting. I'm glad to be here. Of course. So before we dive into some different topics here, I want you to kind of tell the listeners a little bit more about you. Um, you've you've posted on, uh, if you're not following this guy already, I'm going to be plastering him all over my Twitter, my Instagram. He is honestly exploded, and I'll ask you about that in a little bit, but uh basically he's a content creator but with like a little twist like he's doing things so different uh with kind of a drive towards mental health and honestly putting himself out there as like the poster child for it what gave you this idea like give us a little background about where you where you're from and kind of what made you want to start doing this yeah man hey thanks so um i go by junior but my real name is ba'a Pinaya Kaliopa Jr. So basically, I'm called Jr. because I'm named after my dad. So like uh, obviously, yeah, <laughs> I'm the oldest of four kids. I was born in Pongo Pongo, American Samoa, raised in Southern California, um, Anaheim, Riverside area. I live in Utah now. I'm pretty much right by you, Josh. Not too yes, far. We are close. <laughs> Um, married to the love of my life, Allie, and I have two beautiful kids, Naya and being um shout out to them. Um, you know, with the whole mental health space, I myself have gone through a lot of traumatic experiences in my life. And, you know, it really had affected me um mentally. And I figured, you know, why not make a page that provides comic relief? to take people's minds off of what they're going through. Um, so like basically with that, you know, laughing improves your mood. You know, many people experience like depression, anxiety, and some chronic illnesses. Laughter can really lessen your stress, depression, anxiety, and honestly make you feel happier and it can yeah. improve your self-esteem. And really I'm just trying to build camaraderie by fighting everyday anxieties with comedy i love so. it L- laughter is the best medicine right we, we've all heard yeah. that before yeah yeah i i think you do a fantastic job like i mentioned you you take such a different approach because there's comedians who just put out like obviously comedy content there's people in the mental health space who just put out mental health content and you are this like you found this middle ground where you're kind of bridging the gap and I think that's so cool. I'm I'm not kidding. Like you're the only person I know of who's going about it this way. And I think obviously the <laughs> fact that you're incredibly funny and very talented, but I think that the fact you found this niche that so many people need 
is why you've grown and blown up so fast. But I love it. Like there, you're really doing something that I think everybody needs and nobody's doing. So props to you, man. It's, it's really <laughs> cool. Hey, thanks. That, man, that means a lot. You know, I, I've gotten a ton of messages really saying that what you mentioned, like, like, Hey junior, that your videos are really you know helping me with my day. Like I was having a really bad day and that one video you just made two days ago, like really offset the bad that I was going through. And it's like stuff like that, like that keep me going. So it's, it's amazing. So were, were yeah. you ever, were you kind of surprised? Like the first message you got that was like, Hey, this video that you made actually genuinely made a difference. Did that kind of catch you off guard and, and make you be like, Oh, Whoa, like this is real. People are act. This is actually helping somebody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Cause like I, I made the page back in August and was just like, I'm just going to post some, some, you know, some like funny things because I don't know. I feel, I feel like I have a, a creative outlet and things that I, conjure up and just put it out on the video and like man i can't believe how fast i've i've grown yeah in the past five months <laughs> and <laughs> that uh, when you like, is that when you started your page it was about five months ago yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's crazy yeah it's nuts and like the the messages that i've gotten have been so in like enlightening like i didn't i didn't know it would be that great so I just continue to do what I'm doing now. Awesome. That is, that is so cool. Is, is that, I mean, obviously from your own experience, like you said, you went through some stuff and that kind of gave you the idea of like, Hey, I want to make sure I'm there for somebody. You posted a, a post that's pinned on your Instagram uh, back in mm -hmm. October that just said like, Hey, I'm going to be really upfront and honest with all you guys. This is what's going on with me. I've been struggling with some stuff, struggling with life, trying to figure stuff out basically opening the door to anybody and everybody. I mean, you literally say, Hey, I was diagnosed with this stuff. This is how I was raised. If anybody else is going with it, hit me up. Like I'm here to help. Is that like, is that what kind of pushed you or why do you think it's so important? Or why did you think it's so important for you to speak out about mental health? Well, the reason why I, I posted that because su surprisingly what I found about my diagnosis for people that like, haven't seen my page i was diagnosed with adhd recently literally the later part of last year and apparently i've had adhd my whole life <laughs> which kind of explained like i was bad at school i was bad at listening bad in relationships which caused a ton of anxiety um incurred depression and things like that and i figured like finding out that diagnosis was actually a relief to me. Yeah. And I figured like, why, why don't I just share this with people who are experiencing the same thing as me? And why don't I do funny content to help relieve any type of anxieties that they may be going through in their lives? So like from that, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to take off and, and do this. So that's basically what inspired me to, to do all of it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love it. There, there's no better experience than going through it yourself. Right. I just think where you, you differentiate yourself from everybody else is when people get diagnosed or people go through trauma or whatever, they kind of just keep it in. And I think that's what separates you is rather than being like, all right, cool. Now I know what's going on with me. 
let me take care of my own thing. You open it up and be like, great, let me help everybody else I possibly can. And I, I think that's the coolest. Yeah. And I can't tell you like how many people, even like opposition wise, like, Hey, why are you, why are you sharing this? Like, like really? You you got like, yeah. Pushback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why are you like, why don't you just keep it to yourself? Right. And my answer to that is like, because I know there's other people suffering like I did for so long, like why not open up a platform for people to express themselves and like freely like tell me what's going on. Like Josh, there's so many people that have shared things about their lives that they haven't with, with anyone because they were scared Like they shared it with me and all they really wanted is someone to have that comfort of, or just like, a friend to listen and not judge. And that's, that's why I'm here basically I love, I, to help open that up. I can't believe you got pushback of just, I, I mean, I <laughs> guess I, I guess I can, right. Because that's just the norm. It's like, Hey, like, why are you broadcasting this? Like we don't, I, I think everybody, especially guys have just been raised to be like, Hey, yeah, don't talk about feelings. Like don't talk about emotions. Don't talk about what you're going through, but that's right. wild. You actually got messages that were like, Hey, like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> That's well, crazy. yeah. I mean, like, along with what you were saying, like, the old school way is like, yeah, you know, buckle up, you know, tough enough, just move on. Yeah. Like, I'm, both my parents are straight from Samoa, like, immigrants, and they don't know what mental health is. Like, growing up, yeah. I didn't know what mental health is. So, like, I don't know what they did to cope with it. But now that I have this this platform and I – and learning myself, like, obviously, I'm still struggling with it. But why not learn with others and bring up everyone else as I'm bringing up myself? I love it. What an awesome attitude, man. That's so cool. And it's it's got to be a thing. Like you said, obviously, I am not from Samoa. I, I am not at all. But everybody, I think that's, that's kind of something that we all have in common. Like everybody experiences trauma, everybody goes through different things, whether they're diagnosed or not. But like you said, it's how cool that it's like, yeah, no, like I'm again, I know I sound like a broken record, but I just think it's so cool that you're, you took the stance of, I'm going to go through this with everybody else. And if it even helps one person, then it's worth it rather than I'm just going to go through this alone and figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, friends, by now, you know, I'm a huge fan of Griffles Plasma, but you may not know why I'm a fan. I mean, when I started donating plasma, I literally had no idea why I was giving, where my plasma went, who it helped, if anybody, none of it, nada. But later, my dad had surgery and complications that he battled for like 14 years. That's when I learned all about plasma. And my whole family got on the plasma donation roster. Why? Because plasma makes medicines. And anyone, you, me, a friend, family member, heck, even an all-star shooting guard, anyone could need plasma medicine at any time. So if you're looking to help somebody, if you want to show your good side, give plasma. Sure, you get compensated every donation, but this is about so much more. Learn how plasma helps people and find a center near you at grifflesplasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. There's genuinely few things I love more than a quality shirt that represents my squads that I can wear any day of the week. My guys over at Die Hard Addicts have some of the best Philly sports shirts you could ever dream of. Whether it's the Sixers, the Phillies, the Birds, they've got you covered with all things Philly sports. We're not talking those like cheap, thin quality shirts either. They've got heavy duty, good quality graphic tees that are money. I just scored the Princess Diana shirt for her wearing that Birds jacket. Couldn't possibly love it more. Hit them up on Instagram at DieHardAddicts or visit them at their website at www.DieHardAddicts.com. When you find something you like, use code JOSH24 for 10% off your order. Diehard Addicts, providing diehards custom gear to support their addiction. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? Are you tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. That's so cool, man. Now, this is a sports podcast, so obviously we'll talk about some sports, but I think sports and mental health, there is a lot of, of common denominators. Now, you, I know you, and you grew up playing sports, correct? Mm-hmm. I did. did yeah. What'd you play? Do you play? I did. You play everything. Uh, like basically, when when kids grow up, I feel like they have their foot in something, right? Like soccer, yeah. baseball, football. But I, I grew up playing baseball, football, and volleyball. Okay. Um. So like, volleyball was honestly my sport. I played it in high school and then pursued it in college. And then my second year of college, we won the state like California championship of like all the colleges that were participating within the Unreal. tournament. Unreal. I'm a terrible friend. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's yeah, so it, was, sweet. it was, it was cool. I mean, um, it was a cool thing to be a part of. And like, for, I mean, obviously this is a sports podcast. Like there are a ton of elite athletes that are honestly vulnerable to mental health disorders. Oh yeah. Like if you come to if you come to think of it, like when it comes to playing the game, they experience it in their own sporting event. You know, some of those things can cause like injury. When when yeah. a player gets injured, can you think of like the mental fortitude they have to have to you conjure up and watch their own team play the entire season without them, right? Participating, yeah. say if they're a star player obviously it's going to do something to them mentally. Yeah. Um, there's overtraining. 
like working hard, obviously you're trying to get to a goal uh, of being a, an elite athlete. Overtraining is a thing. Like you can overexhaust yourself to the point like that you don't even want to participate in practice anymore. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. or, or playing the next game. And obviously with pro athletes right now, there's a ton of social media criticism. Yep. Um, you know, you got Stephen A, you got Skip Bayless talking a whole bunch of crap about <laughs> these different players, right? And it could it could do something to a to a player. Yeah. And obviously you have that uh, ongoing competitive pressure to perform. Like that- you expect your star players to to bring it every freaking night. But if they don't, like and you get all this this pressure from the outside, like, dang, you freaking suck. That's that's gonna do something. That has to do something. One hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. What's wild, and I'm glad you brought it up because obviously there's athletes have been going and dealing with this stuff by themselves for as long as there's been sports happening. But in today's world with social media, like it only amplifies everything. Like you'd make one bad play, you it were the Football playoffs are going on right now. You drop one pass. I can't even imagine what Dak Prescott's uh, inbox and mentions look like tonight. But that's brutal. Like, I don't care who you are. You could be at the thickest skin in the entire world. If you have so much negativity thrown at you, even if it's coming from a place online, like that eventually is going to wear on you some way or the other. So I, 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 I think especially now, like just sports, it's taken on a whole new meaning because like you said, obviously going through, I I'm not a, I mean, you know, me, I'm five, eight, I weigh a buck 40 soaking wet. Like I'm a tiny, I'm a tiny human. I never played any cool games or anything outside of high school. So, but even for me, it got to a point in high school where I was like, okay, I hurt my shoulder, my senior year, dislocated it right before my senior season was crushed because in high school for me, my entire identity was like, Hey, I'm a basketball player. This is all I know. I've got my friends, my girlfriend, my family and basketball. That's it. That's, that was my whole life. And so when all of a sudden one of my identifiers was taken away from me because I was hurt all season, like it shook me to my core. So that was me. That was little old five, eight me in Utah. Like, I can't even imagine a one of, especially these younger guys who like step into the NBA. One of them I'm thinking of, a uh, hot name, big name in Philadelphia sports, Ben Simmons, right? You can yeah. say what you can say what you want about him, whether he was hurt, what what happened. But the matter of fact is people absolutely crushed him, crushed him. Mm-hmm. It was all anybody talked about, it, whether you turn on the TV, whether you look on social media, it, it, listen to the radio. It's all anybody talked about for a 22 year old kid. That is going to do a ton of damage. And exactly. I, I mean, you can, I mean, you can correlate them if you want, but looking at what he's doing now on the court, like clearly it took, it, it took some type of effect and, and is affecting him, but uh, it, it's just sports and mental health. I think they're just so intertwined that again, it's so important that we talk about this stuff. And I know you agree. Yeah. Right. I do. I mean, if you look at Russell Wilson too, oh, man, yeah. he's getting hammered hammered like whatever i see some kind of meme about him the comments are just so brutal and i mean when it comes to professional sports i feel like i know i know it's part of it but the cliche thing is like oh just put yourself in their shoes right like yeah. would you be able to handle all of this pressure like this guy he he won a super bowl in seattle like yep great awesome 
then then gets traded to <laughs> to Colorado to Denver and underperforms. Like he's he's not the Russell Wilson we used to used to know. You know he's he's washed yeah. up, right? Um, but for him, I don't know if you read any of his his things like recent interviews or whatnot. But he he comes out to say like. He, he he blames it on himself, but only not only that, but he like he appreciates the journey. Yeah, like that has to take some kind of mental fortitude to to block out the outside noise and like keep going. Like for another example, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. all those ankle injuries, man. Yep, all those ankle injuries putting him out so many seasons. I mean, Clay Thompson's another one putting him out. I mean carrying his ACL, like, what, two seasons in a row? Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, like, the mental fortitude you have to build to even perform on that level is, like, crazy. So I, I'm not I'm not too sure if they're, like, seeing a therapist or, uh, or, like, a life coach or whatever it is, but respect to them. Like, respect to all athletes that go through that. Oh, so. one, 100% of, of close friend and a friend of the podcast, uh, Liz Beecroft. She is a, I'm pulling it up so I don't butcher it. She's a psychotherapist. So I know she works with athletes and goes over specifically athletes and what they deal with, but you're exactly right. Like, I think that this is something that has become, uh, to it's come to light much more recently is a sports therapist, a sports psychiatrist, like you said what a professional athlete deals with is not nearly the same problems that an everyday person like me and you deal with, but that doesn't make it less real. So I just, I think it's so cool. And and people who are so outspoken, like Kevin love is, is a name that I think of in the NBA where he was one of the first players to come out and like openly talk about, Hey, I, I seriously deal with depression. Like it's a real thing that I deal with in my Mm -hmm. life. I, there's no shame in that. I'm, I talk about it openly. I go to therapy. It helps. I try all these different things. Like, I think that is so cool. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I, I love that it's come more to light now. And I wanted to ask you that, like, why do you think that mental health, even in the last like five years or so, why do you think it's getting talked about more? Like you mentioned your parents, same. It's just like older generations, right? The whole mindset was, yeah, don't, don't talk about it. Rub some dirt on it. You're fine. Don't talk about your feelings. You're okay. But that's clearly not the case and it's not healthy, but what, why do you think that's changed? I think it's changed because, uh, like I mentioned before, back in the day, it, I think it was a thing, Mm -hmm. but if you had some type of mental disorder, to be honest, I think you were just submitted in the psych ward because yeah. they didn't know why you were having an anxiety attack. Why were you so low of energy and didn't want to do anything like, and they give you certain pills that weren't even, I guess, approved back then. So yeah. it made even people even more crazier. Um, but I think it's bringing to light now is because we're human. <laughs> yeah. We're human and everything that we go through in this life, um, experience wise, we're, we're going to go through it all death, sadness, you know, everything that would include your, your brain in every aspect of life. I, I just think like it's okay to not have a perfect life. And yeah. I don't think anyone does. And 
to recognize it as it is and also improving yourself along the way just makes it all the all the best as it continues to be mentioned throughout the years or just recently yeah um yeah so have you seen the show or heard of the show dave uh on hulu dave i've heard of the show dave I guess it comes on FX, but it's, it's about, it's about the rapper Lil Dicky and yes. And it's, it's like his life and real stories and stuff that he's gone through. And he has an episode in season one, it's episode five where his buddy and his like hype man and their friends in real life. This is all like a real story. Um, he basically comes out like, I'm not going to spoil anything. If you haven't watched it, watch it. But basically the entire episode is about mental health and that mm-hmm. Gata is diagnosed with bipolar disorder and mm-hmm. basically brings it to light because they ask him, he's like super, super hyped and up. And they're like, whoa, like relax, you're ramping up. Then he takes the, his medicine that like makes him just, he's out cold, he's sleepy. And they're like, dude, what's going on? And he basically opens up. He's like, yo, I'm bipolar. Like this is something I deal with. And I have never seen a show because this is like a it's like a comedy show, but I have never seen a show portray mental health and dealing with real life things uh, quite like that. There's also an episode in Ted Lasso, uh, the latest season, season two, that does the exact same thing. He has an anxiety mm-hmm. and panic attack and yes. it, it dives into mental health. And I love it, man. Like. Everybody I know on the planet watches Ted Lasso. And if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, you're wrong and you need to watch it because (laughs) it's amazing. But like, I love that in this huge show, award-winning show, they're slipping in a mental health uh, awareness episode. Like, I think that is so, so cool. And like you mentioned, obviously it's only going to continue to get better and better. It's It's always been a thing. I just love that we're finally talking about it and finally bringing it to light. And it's not dumb or cliche if somebody goes to therapy or or talks through their problems. I just I, – I don't know. I think it's so cool. But I had to give a shout-out because Dave's a Philly guy. Little Dickie's a Philly guy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that episode was way too cool. That's Yeah, and to be honest, like along with comedy, like the funniest, the funniest comedian would – honestly probably have the worst traumatic past <laughs> oh yeah I can um, only, yes like robin williams yep like that that guy was iconic for his you know comedic relief like the jokes that he was saying the the roles that he would play obviously he went through a hard time and unfortunately like it got the best of him yeah and it's always like the funniest person in the room that obviously would like have like some kind of mental health disorder because of, you know, what they've gone through, but no one asks him, Yeah, you know, um, this person is not a comedian, but the, the recent passing of Twitch yep. was a surprise to everyone. Yep. Like, if you if you guys seen Twitch on Ellen, he was like the person you you definitely wanted to to copy your dance moves off of. Like he was the person that lit up the room everywhere he went. But the fact that like he he lost his life to mental illness, it just goes to show that you know everyone, even him, can have it. Yep. Yeah, I, and, I, you you nailed it. The Twitch thing, I think, caught everybody so off guard but you're exactly right like 
the happiest people. It just shows that uh, anybody from the outside would look at Twitch or Robin Williams and be like, man, they've got it all. They're happy, successful career, all the money in the world. And even they are dealing with mental health. Like, of course, your average person is going to be dealing with the exact same thing. Exactly. Yeah. And for, for those people who are listening to this podcast and are, and are going through something, just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And then the val- the the feelings that you're feeling are valid. Like you are you are a valid person. Like you are of value. And people do care and love you and just want you to stay. That's that's what it takes. We just need you to stay. I love it, man. That I, I couldn't have possibly uh drawn up a way to end this better than what you just said. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> um, Junior, it's been an absolute pleasure. Before I let you go, tell the listeners where they can uh, find you and your content. Hey, so uh I'm on Instagram. I mean that's where I'm on mostly post, but I'm on Instagram. My IG is at junior. Calliopa, and obviously it's the full J-U-N-I-O-R, and my last name is K-A-L-E-O-P-A. Calliopa just as it's spelled. So, love it. Yeah, well, hey, you, appreciate I'll, it. Yeah, you kidding me? I'll tag you and make sure everybody knows where to find you on Instagram and everything like that. But for real, brother, obviously you're a buddy of mine, but it means the world to me that. Obviously, you're you're more than willing to talk about all this personal stuff on your Instagram, but more so jumping on here with me and talking about it on my podcast and for my listeners. It it means a lot. You're one of the best dudes I know, and uh, I genuinely appreciate you jumping on here, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Josh. You're literally one of the best people I know. Just like like genuine friend. You're, I swear, you are the number one Philadelphia fan. <laughs> <laughs> And it's and it's true. Obviously, your podcast talks about them, but um, I love you, man. You're you're the greatest. Like people listening to this, keep listening. He's he's on his way to his dream. If he's not there, obviously, there's more more to happen. And I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, brother. You're the man. I appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed my podcast with Junior again. He is the man. And uh, if you're not following him already, give him a follow. Give him a follow on IG. He's the best. Uh, we've got away from our giveaways just a little bit. Um, things have been crazy busy. I'm about to finally ship out a bunch of winter stuff. I apologize so much on that. It's been crazy. Um, but let's get back to it. So, uh, keep an eye on Instagram and Twitter and stuff come this coming week. Cause we're going to be doing some giveaway, especially with the, uh, the guys over at the PQ. Anyway, keep an eye out for that. I hope you all have a fantastic week. I am selfishly excited going to Disney world And uh, you know what? I haven't been to Disney World since I was seven. My wife raised a very scary point. Uh, She said, imagine telling your seven-year-old self that the next time you'll be going back to Disney World is with your daughter and your wife when you're 31. And that's very scary. Anyway, it's going to be really fun. I'm very excited. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Be nice to each other. Love one another. Do all that fun stuff. Uh, Hope the Sixers can get a win against the Nuggets. Uh, Got a very special guest coming up for our next episode to debate and go in head-to-head on the Embiid-Jokic kind of rivalry that has been created. But anyway, love you all. Hope you have a fantastic week. Like, subscribe, review, do all the fun stuff, and uh, we'll chat soon. That's all, folks. 